out there. Thank you for tuning in to episode two of the 2SA podcast. I uh, just want to send a quick thanks real quick to everybody who tuned into the first episode and gave us feedback. Daniel and I greatly appreciate that. Yeah, um, I know how hard it is to, uh, for us to kind of bear down your throats and be like, hey, if you listen to it, you checked it out, let us know, let us know. Uh, so everyone who's out there rating us, um, giving us that feedback, uh, you know, hey, we really appreciate it. And, you know, hey, uh, let us know if you want to listen more because your boys are on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the place. We're going worldwide. Mm-hmm. Worldwide. Your Hell boys yeah. make the noise, y'all. Oh, we got the noise for the toys and you don't have to deploy. Oh, uh. God. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, you can find us everywhere. Um, if you go to our website, uh, again, that's the number 2sapodcast.com. And that's 2, the number 2, DOS. Yeah. <laughs> DOS SA Los Podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Don't go there. Um, <laughs> um, anywho, just to recap from last episode, the band that was featured was Scarica, S C A R I C A. And um, thank you guys for the music. Uh, we really enjoyed it. It's actually pretty dope. I, I kind of listened to that. Yes. Thank you, Scarica, very much. And again, you can find them on Spotify. Again, it's S C A R I C A. This episode, we're going to be featuring a new band from San Antonio called KJ and Eric. And of course, we will have links in our website on where to find these uh, bands so that you can tune in again for your listening pleasure. Now, um, also, if you guys have any ideas for any local bands or even any topics you guys want us to cover, feel free to give us a shout. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram um, or you can email us if you go to the 2sapodcast.com forward slash contact us it'll direct you on how to give us that information. Yeah, just send us a message with uh, any ideas. Um, who knows, maybe your boys get uh, sponsored one day and we can start giving out some uh, some gift cards to y'all little munchkins, you know? Oh, hootie hootie hoo. That's my exciting noise. Um, he needs to work on that. I know, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, Daniel, what have you been up to since the last episode? <clears throat> well, let's see. Um... I've been doing a lot of uh, stuff, actually. Um, one of the biggest things I'm kind of maintaining, uh, you know, working out and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's a bit of a stretch to do that, though. I'm kind of focusing on running, and I haven't really been doing, like, gym workouts as much as I'd like. Um, but, you know, I'm, pretty, I'm staying very consistent on running. Uh, I'm doing a Benefit 5K tomorrow, actually. Uh, a buddy of mine runs a nonprofit. Well, he doesn't run it, but he works for a nonprofit called uh, Kinetic Kids. They do uh, sports and, and uh, organize sports for uh, children with disabilities. Um, so a really good organization. We're going to do a 5K. I'm not a total saint. Um, they're going to have pancakes from Magnolia <laughs> House. So I'm really looking forward to that because uh, their pancakes are the freaking best. We're not sponsored by them, but hey, Magnolia, if you're listening, um, you know, send me that pancake batter. Yes, Get I'm that. sure Mr. Magnolia is listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, does your friend's nonprofit have a website? Yeah, it's kinetickidstxtx.org, I believe. Uh, if not, just Google Kinetic Kids. Um, yeah, it's a really great organization. Um, if you guys can, you know, donate... Um, whoops, oh, forgot to put my phone on. Vibrate. The cardinal rule, Daniel. Uh-oh, the teacher's taking my phone away. Hang oh, on, no. Make sure mine's off, too. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, we so, can also link it in our website so that if anybody wants to stop by your friend's website, yeah, make a yeah, donation you know, whatever. Like you're out there at the bar spending five bucks a drink. Hey, give that five bucks five to charity. Five bucks a drink? Where are you going? <laughs> uh, do you go, Oh, that's right. You have a kid. You don't go out anymore. Okay, thanks Dude, I went to go. Dude, I went to watch a friend's band yesterday, and it was like six bucks for a 12 ounce beer i was like i could have bought a six pack for that but that's just that's just me being frugal i guess no like you just reminded me sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i just went to this bar in san antonio called zombies have you been there uh i think so i don't remember it's this will remind you if you have been there or not i convinced my friend to go out because we had some much needed overdue time to hang out and i of course being super into horror she was not but it's fine he's a whore yes yes oh my god that joke never gets old um so there's a metal bar called zombies (laughs) and literally you walk in there's like body parts hanging from the ceiling like 
it's literally zombie themed like zombie outbreak the bar has like images of zombies busting out of the bar there's like decapitated heads behind the bar and it's a metal bar so there's a bunch of metal music playing um i enjoy me some metal music but the best thing was that my friend and i we got to catch up which is always important but shout out to crystal hey girl um but they had metal karaoke that night and it was like the best to hear someone try to so like down with this, I think it's down with the sickness came on. And I looked at my friend as soon as I heard the intro and I was like, oh my God, I wonder how he's going to do it. And she was like, do what? And I was like, you know, the, <clears throat> ooh, uh, uh, I uh, wanted uh. to do that so bad, but I was like, no, it's going to sound like shit. No, and it oh sounded God. exactly the way you think it would sound in karaoke. <laughs> and it was the best ever. Uh, um, you know, Hey guys, if you want to ever hear me, uh, do some karaoke, uh, just request it. I'll sing a whole song on this damn podcast. Don't think I won't. He's actually planning on freestyling soon, aren't you? Uh, if we can't find a musical guest, yes. So uh, keep sending us those music ideas. Yes, Otherwise, please send us. The I'm gonna have ideas. to rhyme and rip the rhymes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh interrupt yeah, you. yeah. You. I don't even know how that was anywhere relevant to what I was talking about. But that's okay. You know, it's your podcast, right, Mikey? So we'll do whatever Mikey wants to do. How about that? I'm just kidding. Not really, fuck you. Um, anyways. Let me just preface by saying I have told Daniel that I have been super fucking sensitive this whole week. Oh, so I don't know God. why he's coming at me like that when I didn't even send for him. He just dead-eyed me the whole time. He said that sips his Diet Coke because he's looking like he's on a diet because he's looking great. You're looking great, Mikey. Yeah, thanks. I know. I'm amazing. and I'm hot. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, so I, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, total. So you're doing your training for the 5K. What else are you doing? Five, yeah. Oh, anyways. Oh, I'm sorry, not a 5K, but your marathon. Yeah, I'm running. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I'm trying to learn uh, more Spanish. Um, that's proving a little difficult. I actually had to think about how the hell do I make friends that only speak Spanish or mostly speak Spanish, and I really don't know. Um, I can barely make friends that I like that speak English. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we do live in Texas, so. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't I don't normally hang out places that are high Spanish speaking, uh, so I have to kind of figure that out. So that's that's one challenge I'm doing and something new I'm trying to figure out. Well, this sounds kind of silly, but I've kind of wanted to learn Spanish also. But one thing that also helps is Netflix has a ton of Spanish uh, shows. Don't like you have to be careful because they have like Cuban shows that sound like they're in Spanish, but it's like a different kind of Spanish and like Brazilian shows that are in Portuguese. But find a show from Mexico and listen to it in Spanish with the subtitles on. And actually you can like. Wait, so it's like Spanish subtitles to no, read what they're saying in no, Spanish? No, listen to the show in Spanish, but have English subtitles on. So mm. you can kind of connect it because like there's some words that I know that I've never actually put into to use and I'll be watching this like novella and she'll say something and I read the the English translation and like oh shit that's what that means or oh that's what my mom yelled at me that one time mm. speaking of my mom said she listened to the first episode so we need to learn how to block some IPs from listening <laughs> really? your mom uh, my mom liked it she thought it was good oh she, no I, it was great but I don't know what we're gonna talk about like what if we have an episode about dirty things? are you not are you not cool with your mom like that uh my mom was my mom was very blunt with me. She's like, Daniel, if you're gonna dope. have sex, use a condom. A condom goes on your penis. I'm like, oh god, I know, mom. Thanks. Ah, oh. so my mom's <laughs> a little bit more liberal in that sense. No, my mom's dope as fuck, but I don't really want. Mom, you're you know, dope as fuck too. Probably doper than Mikey's mom. I don't know. We're gonna have the dope off. I don't want her to hear about how I had like the train ran on me in the behind the. I'm just oh, kidding. God. Ten percent, <laughs> man. Come I know. On. I'm sorry. Oh, anyways, right. So yeah, I've been doing some cool things like that. Uh, but that's enough about me. I talk about myself way too much. Uh, what about you, man? What have you been up to? So I have invested. Okay, in that's enough about that. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. All right, fine. Hurry up. <laughs> I invested in what's called a body weight tower, and it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It barely fits in my apartment. It's a sex doll. I know you're going to say something. <laughs> Anyways, it's a big tower that helps you improve on your body weight exercises. So like pull-ups, um, dips with the parallel bars. It's a real cool handy thing because I've been going to the gym a lot. I've been building muscle. I've been using weights, but I'm going to try and see how far I can get with body weight. And it actually is super difficult. Like 
it's progressive. So like, you know, you start off doing like the simple, super easy stuff. And as like, it's easier for you, you move on. But like, I'm like on stage one of everything because I'm not very, mm, like I can lift a lot, but it's different when it's your body. So I'm really focusing on like body weight exercises. I want to do some yoga. I want to get, want to stretch. I want to get limber. Um, so that's kind of what I've been focusing on. I started using CBD oil. Oh, um, CBD. Yeah. We got a cultured man over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you doing with that? oil? like, what do you mean? Like cooking? What no. are you talking about? Mm-mm. CBD oil goes under your tongue. You hold it there for about a minute. Um, wait, is CBD your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> got it's him. actually three of them put together oh god okay <laughs> too, too far Duh. it's chris brad and Derek. i'm just kidding no but um so it's it's legal first of all let me just preface this and even though i have not partaken in any illegal activities it tastes like bong water um but you put it under your tongue and it's supposed to help with anxiety and depression something that the podcast doesn't know yet but I'm not shy about it is I actually suffer from depression, anxiety, and OCD that I medicated for. So CBD is something that kind of helps you out with that. So I'm really hoping that it'll help me out and I can kind of wean off some of those drugs that I'm on um, because it's definitely natural and my doctor fully supports it and I think it's great. Awesome, dude. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, it's really cool that you can kind of talk about, you know, your anxiety, depression, stuff like that. Um, I personally would never take anything like prescription for that just because i just hear all the stories about you know like oh you take antidepressants and one of the freaking side effects is depression or suicide and i'm like no fuck that i'll figure out a way to just get my shit together but i mean it's it takes it's hard man yeah and i'm super glad that you said that because i have the same stigma to it um i definitely think it's one of those things that is probably just uh, prescribed too often because sometimes people are just going through a bad time mm-hmm. um, and it's natural to be depressed once in a while, you know, but I was at the point where I did not want to leave my room. I didn't want to go anywhere public. If I was somewhere where I didn't know where the exit was, like I would literally have a panic attack. Um, it was terrible for me to step out the door. The only places I was comfortable was my house and my job. Um, everything else, I wasn't doing anything. I didn't have a social life and I didn't have suicidal thoughts. I never, you know, thought about killing myself or anything. So when I went to go talk to the psychiatrist the first time, he was like, well, I think you might benefit from antidepressant, but I heard horror stories of people going on antidepressants and it just changing them completely. Um, so I was like, no, I can't do that, whatever. So I just kind of shoved it under the rug. Then OCD started branching out, and that was the worst of it because I had, like, the obsessive part of it. And um, I went to the doctor again, and again they recommended these antidepressants. And I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and just do it because I'm not even living. Um, I'm just living in my shell, and I need to be able to live. So I started taking it, and I'm really glad I did. It doesn't... It's not like a miracle drug. It doesn't work overnight. But I honestly think that if it wasn't for those medications, I wouldn't be in the situation I am now where I have a a partner going on four years and a child. Um, So it it has its place. But now that I've kind of overcame that, I'm looking to wean myself off of it because I don't like being dependent on any of that. Yeah, that's um, that's that's great that you're actually kind of getting to the point where you can wean off of it, because mm-hmm. um, it always it always freaks me out to think about those kinds of drugs. Because you're right, um, it may it may be a little bit different, but um, if everyone can remember from the last episode, I kept repeating myself and trying to figure out like how to explain how I am as a person and. As soon as after the podcast was recorded, I figured out the freaking word. It's hyperactive. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that has always been told to me is like, hey, you probably have ADD. Uh, Go go get uh, Adderall or Ritalin. But uh, one of my nephews uh, was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm -hmm. And, or is it ADD? I don't know, whatever. But he is a completely different person when he's on on his medicine. Yeah. And and it's like, I don't want to change who I am. And it's like... I guess we grew up in a time also when we were young where maybe maybe they diagnose you like that, but the way I was always growing up is like, hey, just stop it, fix yourself. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah, do better. And I want to preface this by this is by no means legal advice. If you have any of these symptoms, please talk to your doctor. Don't take what we are saying for medical advice. But um, 
that was my fear. And the reason why I'm so outspoken and open about it is because a lot of people suffer with anxiety and depression. And I want them to know that it doesn't mean that you hate yourself. It doesn't mean that you hate life. It means that your brain doesn't make serotonin enough and you don't comprehend things normally. And it has nothing to say about you as a person. Um, but when it comes to ADHD and ADD, especially in children, if Olivia ever got diagnosed with that, the first thing that I would want to do is focus on her sugar intake and see how that is. Because I have seen children that eat a shitload of sugar have those symptoms of always being hyperactive, being crazy and unpredictable. And definitely want to look at that first because sugar is a stimulant. And as we're finding out with all these studies, it's a drug, which is kind of, I know you've done the low carb diet before and I participate in the keto diet and, you know, it makes you feel good. Um, I literally just drank like a whole thing of sweet tea. I know, but the <laughs> audience doesn't know that, Daniel. Hey, well, now y'all do. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so um, you guys might be wondering why we're talking about these things in general. Well, with spring coming along, Daniel and I thought it would be a cool topic to discuss new beginnings. A whole new world. I got to work on my single no, voice a little bit. No, you have to hurry up and like change the song before we get trademark copyright. Oh shit, you're right. A whole new buzz. Okay, no, no, that no, that's terrible. Darling. Stop, I'm gonna stop you there. Next, <sighs> thank you. Next. Oh my god, Daniel, <laughs> I'm not even joking. Ariana Grande's CD came out today. Listen to it. If I had the right, that's rights, the gayest thing I heard you say. Bitch, I'm gay. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's not cool. By the way. Yes. One of my friends yeah. didn't know I was gay until I heard the podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then for all you listeners out there, um, Mikey has been hitting me up with all these screenshots of these people asking me for my number. Uh, but the wrong, the wrong gender. Guys are asking for my number. I would just like to say that Daniel has not reciprocated and shown me screenshots of anybody asking for my number. So... Step your game up, Mikey. Step that game I'm up. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to step this pussy up. Oh, gross. It's a saying in the gay community. I don't know what it means. It's like yeet. What is well, yeet Well, I guess mean? it's better than you saying, let me step this dick game up. No, That'd be kind of weird. Daniel. You're right. I'm sorry. What does yeet mean? I don't know. Yeet. Uh, we should have a guy at the end of the table that Googles things we don't know. I think it's like uh, it's like a, a way to kind of be like, Oh, yee boy. But it's yeet. like, yeet. I don't, I don't know. know. Adam got really mad when I asked him because he works with high school kids and he really gets tired of that, like, lingo at oh, the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, like, I like to act like a frat guy. I'm like, yeet, yeet. And he's like, stop yeah. talking like that. I can see that. Yeah. But we'll kind of, but back to where we're talking about, you know, this whole starting fresh, the thing. One of the huge pieces of our culture that we've been seeing a lot more the last couple of years are the whole, you know, hey, yeah. It's New Year's coming up. New Year, new me. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get it. I'm going to fucking get it. So You sound super awesome when you say that. And I'm really glad you brought that up because that is going to be our next topic of discussion. However, before we get into that, I would like to take some time to introduce our first song of the episode. We have KJ and Eric. That's KJ, like Koala Jane, and Eric with no C, so E-R-I-C. I'm sorry, E-R-I-K. Oh, way to go, Mikey. I'm sorry. Way to blow it. I'm sorry, but they're amazing. Podcast is over. The Canceled. first song we're going to be hearing from them is called Dream House, so please turn down the lights. Have a nice little snooze and have a nice little dream. This house. Yes, Dream House. Enjoy.
and that was KJ and Eric with Dream House. Uh, again, you can find them on Spotify. Nope. Nope. Fuck. You can find them on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, on and SoundCloud Facebook. and Facebook. It shows you how much I do my homework. I am sorry, KJ. I am Eric. the musical director of this podcast. You're thank right, you. and I blew it. And I blew it. You're welcome. Go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, right. So thanks again for ha- uh, taking a listen to that music. Um, so we're going to jump back into it. And uh, uh, I want to ask Mikey, uh, you know, talking about the whole New Year, New Me phase with a lot of people. It's already uh, end of, heading towards the end of February. Um, how, how do you feel about New Year, New Me? And, you know, do you follow any of that or anything like that? I thought like we weren't that? talking about that movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Wait, let's rewind. Do your rewind. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Thank you. So, guys, listen. And girls. I, yes, women and children and men. I (laughs) thought, as a horror aficionado, you know what would be really cool is if we got to talk about, like, a scary movie on the podcast. Because I like scary movies. There's a scary movie on Hulu called New Year, New You. And I texted Daniel. I was like, hey, Daniel, why don't we watch this and, like, have, like, a little excerpt about it since we're talking about new beginnings. He was like... You know, man, I just don't think that, like... It's not how I sound. It's, it's in the jive of their podcast. And I, was I didn't like, say that. It's fine. I was like, something like that. So I was like, okay, fine. Daniel's right. It's not really what we do. And I don't want to switch up the format, so it's fine. Fast forward 10 minutes later, Daniel's like, dude, what the fuck with this movie? And I'm like, why are you watching it? We're not even going to talk about it. And he was like, yeah, I can't watch it. And I was like, okay, it's fine. We're not going to talk about it anyways. Fast forward an hour later, Daniel's like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with this chick? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, Daniel, I don't even remember what the movie was about anymore. But I broke his heart, <laughs> but it was a good movie. I watched it. It was it was pretty good. It was about some manipulative ass bitch who like fucked everyone's life up and then killed everybody. And then at the end, this other girl ended up killing her. And then she took her place. It was all fucked up. They're all sociopaths. Well, spoiler alert, now you don't have to watch the movie. Oh fuck. But it I'm was, sorry, guys. <laughs> it was an interesting movie. So that was just well, a well, joke. Hulu is like a premium service. Well, yeah. so is Netflix. Never mind. I'm stupid. It's fine. Um, but yeah, if y'all want to take the movie out, it was pretty cool. New Year, New You. It's part of a series called Into the Dark. Scariest. <laughs> no big deal, but I like watch movies. <laughs> NBD, NBD. Um, but no. So New Year, New Me. I know some people kind of think of it as like a joke. Um, you know, whenever... December starts rolling around, the memes start coming out about, oh, what are you going to be new for this year or whatever? But I really don't think it's anything bad. I think anything that kind of helps people set goals for themselves to be a better person is a good thing. I think people kind of need to take the importance off of weight loss when it comes to goals because that's everybody's goal and realize that there's other things that you can do to better yourself. I disagree. Um, I... <laughs> well, well, I it's, I say that because a lot of people, it all starts with your perception of yourself. Uh, in the previous show, I, I kind of talked about you know my issues with my self confidence, and, and that doesn't necessarily have to do with my body. It was more so uh, me being accepted, and, and a lot of that had to do with me being hyperactive. You know, mm-hmm. I, I am a lot to kind of deal with sometimes, especially if I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. So. <laughs> it's it's you have to kind of overcompensate for something, right? And a lot of people, whether they're out of uh, out of shape or you know they're a little overweight, they don't feel confident in their body. And working out is, I think, a great way to uh, one take control of your physical health um, because if you're taking care of your physical health, you start feeling better. You know, you talked about how your body produces serotonin and things like that. I'm no scientist. But I feel pretty fucking good after running a few miles and wearing my body out, you know? Yeah. Like, your body is releasing all the, the chemicals and whatever it needs to, to feel good after a nice run. Because, you know, we weren't meant to sit down in an office all day. Uh, we weren't meant to sit in traffic in a car. And, and you know, like we're meant to walk long distance, run long distance, whatever. Um, so it, it's, it's a little bit complicated. But I, I do understand uh, that's kind of like the go-to for a lot of people. But... At the same time, man, have you seen have you seen the streets of San Antonio? Yes, everybody's beautiful, Charles Barkley. Um, uh, I wasn't so- going to say anything <laughs> mean. I was going to say some people need to think about their physical health, um, you know, for long-term benefits. But here's the thing. 
if you focus on your body, if you say, you know, this year I'm going to lose 30 pounds and that's going to make me feel good. I guarantee you if you lose 30 pounds, it's not going to change your self-confidence most of the time. Now, some people do lose weight and feel great and do whatever they want to do. But in my experience, I've seen people hit their goal weight, but they can't see it themselves. In them. They can't see that progress in themselves. They still, you know, you, I can lose 30 pounds and I can look in the mirror and I can still feel like I'm overweight um, and not be happy. There's things that you have to do in conjunction with getting your body in shape mentally to kind of help you move along and accepting yourself and telling yourself that you are, you know, a beautiful person. Your body is a beautiful thing um, and it'll make your progress that much better. I just think setting a, a goal of, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and you lose 10 pounds, but to yourself, because you see yourself every day, there's not really a huge difference. You don't notice it until like two years later when you see a picture of yourself from 2016 that you were like, what was I bitching about? I was super skinny. I should have just been a whole slut all over Texas, but you didn't realize it. I don't know, man. That's, it's a little complicated because you're right. You do need to do more than just, oh, I'm going to lose this weight. Because if you're just losing weight and you're not changing anything else about yourself, then yeah, you're, you're not going to really find the happiness because it's not just in your weight. Uh, but the reason why I say working out is because a lot of the times it's it's the whole mental focus that people lack. Yeah. Because uh, we're honestly, we're in a world of a lot of soft people nowadays. Um, and I say soft, not like, you know, you're, you're overly sensitive to a lot of things. I mean, that that is kind of the too case soon, now. Too soon, Daniel, too soon. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it, but it's, it's a lot of the sense where, you know, something gets a little bit rough and it's like, eh, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Like, uh, when I was running uh, this morning, I was like half a mile in and I'm like, oh, dude, I don't want to do this. It's like 35 degrees outside. I'm cold as fuck. Like, why am I running? Like, why am I doing this? I had to ask myself why. And in asking myself why, the only thing I can think of that was a reason was that I just wanted to be lazy. I just wanted to go home and go back to sleep and do nothing. But what, how am I going to get any better by constantly letting myself, uh, telling myself that? Uh, a big thing too is honestly for the podcast. Um, this has been a lot of work. It's been taking me a lot out of my comfort zone and I'm like, dude, this is stressful. What if I fail? What if I don't do this, this, that, the other, I have to learn all these new things, how to edit the audio. And I could very easily just be chilling and not doing a thing, dr getting drunk, hanging out with friends, like just doing nothing. But <laughs> It's it's in, it's how you said it's in conjunction with everything else. Uh, I like the idea of like training for this half marathon because it's forcing me to have mental focus. Because physically, I always I always uh, the other day I did eight miles and I'm like as long as I've ever ran like holy shit yeah. and I had I, I killed it I, I had like a nine minute pace uh, to me that was good uh, but after I finished I was like hey I'm not that tired. Like how much, how much more did I have in the tank? Like, and I was ready to give up like at mile four or five, but yeah. I just kept going. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of it was just my mind telling me like, Oh dude, like you don't need to run this. Like, why am I running this? What's the point? I don't know. But it, yeah. it's, it's just that piece of, uh, of not being able to, to tell your mind like, nah, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop. Uh, and being able to just kind of muscle through and just do more and more, uh, I think is something you see successful people have, but they don't, you don't necessarily hear that part of their story. You just see their success and you see them and you're like, damn, how the hell do they get there? I want that. But you forget all the work they had to put in and, but you don't usually see that part of the story. Yeah. And I think it's definitely great to be able to push yourself through. Um, definitely. There are times when you do need to stop though. Like yesterday when I was doing my couch to 5k, um, I forgot what the muscle is called. I looked it up on Google and I got the name and it's super complicated. But basically it's your lower calf about six inches above your ankle. It's called like it's longest is in there somewhere. Um, that part of my muscle felt like it was going to pop out of my leg. And like I took a picture of it. I'll show you later. It's like swollen up. My friend was even like, oh, my God, did you break your leg when I showed her? Um and I was like, you know what? I really should just like take it down a little bit because I don't know what's happening. And it turns out 
from what I was researching, it has something to do with the tendons on the top of your foot that connect to that part of your leg. And it was a good thing that I stopped because I could have hurt it more if I kept going. But I have the mindset that I'm going to go back and redo that um, week from couch to 5k because this has just not been my week. And it's not really anything in my control of why I can't do it. Uh, my daughter has the flu. Adam's been working all day, literally, from sunup to sundown. Um, and I'm not taking my daughter to the gym daycare when she has the flu and just getting over it. But I guess what I'm kind of getting at with my New Year's resolutions is what can we do to enrich the whole year, not just me as a physical person right now. Um, the best New Year's resolution I ever set for myself was, I forgot what year it was, but I told myself, I'm going to leave the state twice this year. And I forced myself to do it, and it was amazing. And I made such great memories going to California and Washington. Um, D.C. or state? State. Oh, hell yeah. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Um, and I think those are the kind of things that I want to see people, you know, post about. You know, it's great to lose weight and get healthy and get your blood work online. But I want to see people's life, you know, be enriched by experiences. And not everybody can be enriched by traveling. Some people don't like it. But, you know, just think about what you can do to make your life more beautiful. What has been the best resolution you've set for yourself hmm um so that's actually a good way a good question i i think new year new me is kind of a crock of shit to be honest mm -hmm. uh but that's but that's because it's, oh you don't set re new year's resolutions for yourself do you no not necessarily um what i what i've been doing as of recently is setting goals and then knocking out those goals as i go um because th there's a really good book I've been, I was reading or listening to on an audiobook. It's called You Can't Hurt Me, and it's by a guy named David Goggins. And it, it really helped change my mindset on a lot of different things. And, um, you know, I, I come from a background of, you know, sports and things like that. So uh, it, it's, it's not it's not your average motivational kind of book. It's more like, hey, you know what the fuck you need to do? Like, quit being a little bitch and do it. And to me, that really resonated very well. And kind of helped me see like, yeah, you're right. Like, I know I can do all these great things, but I'm in this comfortable, complacent spot and I'm not growing. Um, so, so from that, I've, I've been setting these small goals and I've been hitting them as I go. Uh, like before New Year's, I, I reached out to a friend of mine I hadn't talked to in probably four, four years, four or five years. And I, I hadn't reached out to him because honestly, I was a coward and, and I did some bad things and I had to reach out to him and say, Hey, you know, um, let's let's go have let's go have a drink or something let's talk and you know i did this before the new year because i was like why fucking wait for the new year to just make your life better and that's exactly why i feel like new year new me is a crock of shit yeah. because you shouldn't wait for the new year to start to start making your life better you should start taking charge and doing that shit as soon as possible because if not you're just going to be wasting time and then I, I don't know if you've ever done this whenever you're studying. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be looking at it like, all right, I'll study till nine o'clock or, or from eight to nine. And then like it's like eight oh five, eight fifteen. You're like, oh, shit. Well, uh, maybe I'll wait till eight thirty or nine to start and then I'll do it till ten. And you just keep pushing it off. And, and I've done that many times in every, in all different ways. <laughs> it's in called procrastinating. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm a master procrastinator. Um, I know uh, I, I don't want to be. But it's definitely something that'll hold you back and and keep you in that comfortable spot where you don't grow and you're not making changes. I know I've done more for myself in the last three months than I have in the last probably two years, yeah. and and it feels great. Um, but like like you were saying in the beginning about you know your your depression, anxiety, things like that. Um, I have sporadic moments of that, but my depression isn't necessarily um, sadness. It's more like the anger. So I'll just like get bursts of anger and angry and I don't have patience and shit like that. And, yeah. and it sucks because to other people, it's just like, oh, Daniel's just an asshole. But I'm like, mm, I, it's not that I want to be an asshole. It's just that first, like, uh, I'll be doing something and, and all of a sudden I'll just like flare up emotionally. And it's like, oh, that's just how Daniel is. And I remember someone said that about me. They're like, oh, Daniel's kind of a dick, huh? I'm like, no, that's just how he is. And I'm like, that was me. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
but but hearing that as a person, I'm like, I don't want to care what people think about me because that, that's kind of a shallow way to live. But at the same time, you don't want to be the person that's like shitty to people, you know? Yeah, but you know, I and I know I've approached you about this a while ago. Whenever I think if it was me that said that, I don't think it was. I well, I know I've approached you about it before, and I've talked to you about it because I know I've been at the end of it sometimes when I could tell you're feeling passionate about something and it comes off kind of a certain way. And you've asked me before, like, "Hey, do you think like am I not approachable or am I an asshole?" And I was like, "Well." Let me tell you what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, that's because I want, you know, you as a friend, I want you to know and I want you. I, friends? I, oh, yes. Um, if it's something that you're working on, which I know, you know, you've acknowledged that it happens. Like, I want to do whatever I can to kind of help you work through it, you know? Um, yeah. But and, this and is an intervention. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, have a, we have a ghost third host who, I don't know where she is. Uh, I don't know. Um, but uh, there's something happened where um, missed missed an event, and I texted Mikey, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna send this person this text. Is this too mean?" And I was just being stern, but I wasn't being a total dick. I was like trying to like, I wasn't trying to emotionally respond. I was just, I need them to know how I feel, but I don't <laughs> want to be mean. And then Mikey's like. Um, no, actually, that sounds pretty good. And I sent it and I pushed the send button with Real my fingers hard. so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm lucky I had a screen protector on. I had to ask some follow up questions, though. It wasn't like, yeah, send it. Because I think there's certain times when you have when you need to say certain things. Um, and it's fine. But going back to like the whole new year, new me thing, I, you know, you think of it as, as bullshit, but I think it's kind of like looking at things half glass. Wait, no. Glass, glass half, half full or glass empty or what? Glass half full or glass half empty. Yeah, kind of one of those things. Because um, you look at it as like it's full of shit. But because you think you shouldn't wait to try to better yourself. You should well, do it all the time. Well, I, I guess that's kind of a real... I guess I'm probably saying it in a real negative way. And well, I, I don't, no, I don't, I know I don't mean it to be that bad. I just, I really just mean like new year, new me. Hey, yeah, if, if you want to do that, cool. But just don't forget yeah. that there's nothing stopping you from changing your life in the middle of the year, like to yeah. start setting new goals anytime, anytime. And that's all I mean. I, I'm just, I say that to kind of be over dramatic a bit, but yeah, like I, I don't think it's exactly a crock of shit, but <laughs> it's, well, I think one of the reasons why it works well is because for some people that are so caught up in work or personal drama or anything like that, it's like a reminder, like, Hey, do something for you. And that's kind of why I think there's some positivity to it. Um, but in doing that, you know, the the running joke about New Year to me is that no one ever sticks to it. Uh, why do you think that it's hard for people to kind of stay on track when it comes to the goals that they set? Uh, mental toughness, man. Um, and I say that because that's that's what stops me. Um, around this time last year or, or a year and a half ago, um, I was pretty chubby. Um, I I wasn't taking care of myself. Uh, and that's also when I was always like angry and stuff and... Uh, a lot of it, you know, I tried to find blame outside of myself. I was like, oh, it's this, it's that. It's I always, always kind of play the victim. You know, it was a little poopy pants, someone's called me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't until I started taking uh, things at face value and was like, hey, this is a fucked up situation, but I need to kind of own it and start making moves to make it better. Um, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't people stay on track? Oh, damn. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, yeah, dude. See, I'm bad. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's that it's a big piece of like mental toughness. Um, you know, it's really easy to get comfortable again. You know, one of the biggest things that's been my lifelong issue with working out is I'll go to the gym for like a month. And then I'll start seeing results and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, oh, I feel like I look <laughs> <That's> good <it. laughs> I'll, and I'll stop going and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's all I needed. I look good. And, <laughs> and then after a while, like I lose all the progress I gain because I think if you don't have a, have, a, have a long set of ongoing goals, it's difficult to stay on track. And, and a lot of people forget that uh, you'll set like, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds. Well, what happens after you lose 30 pounds? You have to continuously make new goals. Like, yeah. you, know, you have to set those little benchmarks. Um, 
you know, there's, there's everyone thinks like, oh, I'm going to hit this finish line and then that's it. I'm done. It's like, nah, like life's going to continue on moving and you have to continuously like hit new goals. You know, hey, I got that new promotion. Hey, great. Congratulations. You got to What's next? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I figured I'd just be comfortable do this. And I think that also hits on our whole generation of why people now are a little unhappy with what they're doing because it's so much easier now to see how much there is out there in the world, you know, with Instagram, Facebook, you're seeing how you said earlier, like people posting all this fun stuff they're doing. Uh, just the other day, someone was talking to me and they're like, dude, I'm so jealous. You know, you're always traveling. You're always doing these cool things. Like, Oh, I wish I had that life. And I'm like, no, you, you honestly don't. I mean, yeah, I'm traveling. I'm getting to see all these cool things. Um, but that, that, that doesn't necessarily equate to happiness. Yeah. Um, you know, me traveling out there, doing those things, it's fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I have, I have a blast and I'm creating great memories. Uh, but I recently did a staycation, uh, last week. And what I found was when I'm at home and I, and I do a vacation at home, like I'm still, I'm not running away from anything at that point. And like, when I do those vacations, I kind of escape, I go escape from what I have to do with at home. What, and, and all that has to do with like my personal growth, uh, different things I got to do. And, you know, it's just either wanting to escape from your reality or wanting to uh, basically just, uh, I don't know how to say it, you know, just, just kind of live the comfortable life. Yeah. Uh, and by comfortable, I mean just complacent where I don't have to challenge myself and I don't have to wear myself down. But, uh, but yeah, dude, I, that's, that's for me, what's kind of hardest personally, but I mean, I don't know, man. What, what about you? How's it, how's that work for you? Um, so staying on track is difficult just, you know, because there is that everyday temptation that you have, whether you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to better yourself by, you know, even if, even if you're just trying to make sure that you stay positive, um, you know, more positive throughout the year, it's always easier to bitch about something and it's always fun to gossip about something. Um, <clears throat> but what I have found useful is, you know, like I am doing the keto diet, not today, but I'm doing it. Um, and I am a part of a keto chat room. Um, with tons of people that I've met, not I've met, but that, you know, I talk to every day that, um, it's, it's like a little community and they help keep you on track. And I talk to them every day. They're always blowing up my phone cause I have my alerts on and Adam's always like your chat room is going off again. And, you know, even though it's, it's a keto chat room, we talk about everything and, you know, there's a room for everything. That's how, how I got my, uh, body weight motivation to keep going is because there's some dudes that do that and I thought it was cool um, so you have to kind of surround yourself with people with like-minded goals and like-minded mentalities um, so that whenever you're kind of not strong enough to keep yourself accountable you have other people to kind of help you keep yourself accountable um, <laughs> Daniel's taking a video I don't know oh, oh my god Daniel um <laughs> with that said if you guys see daniel drinking beer on facebook or instagram first of all i never post on him, facebook if you see him eating something he shouldn't be eating please keep him accountable he would like for you guys to reach out to him and remind him that he's supposed to be running on a treadmill first of all um thank you for having people try to hold me accountable second of all i would never run down. on a treadmill um because i just don't like treadmills but anyways um yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Accountability buddies. Accountability. Um, <laughs> can't say it. Um. <laughs> no, that's from the Rugrats. Oh, I don't. Okay. Responsibilities. Come on, dude. Right. Know your pop culture. Come okay, on. Okay. Thank you. Uh, um, but with every goal, obviously, comes failure. Right, and we don't want to talk too much about everyone out there failing without you know revealing some of our biggest failures uh now i don't know who wants to go first um well i have two stories all right i'll, I'll go first then because uh, i feel like mikey's stories are probably better than mine <laughs> mine are probably like downlifting but but i've learned a lot from downlifting them, so. i don't know dude i'm sorry i'm not Is a wordsmith like opposite i'm sorry i'm uplifting? not perfect mikey god it's called a word doctor yeah well you need to be a personality doctor to see you Anyways. Okay. So go ahead with <laughs> all, right, all right. I think all right, you have right. a two failure stories because that joke was one of them. Oh, <laughs> okay. Mikey over here thinks he's a fucking badass. All right. I'll um, give you a, I'll give you one of these. What? 
my oh, God. Oh, it wasn't very loud. Here I'm sorry. Here comes the hate mail. Anyways. Um, right. So kind of something that I did that I consider a big failure. Um, it was I wouldn't even call it. Uh, most would, wouldn't see it as a failure, but I personally did because of what I know I'm capable of. Um, it was right after I graduated college back in, uh, 2014, uh, like fall of 2014, it was December, right? Graduated. Um, then I, you know, I kind of took about a, a month off, like, okay, I'll start looking for a job soon. Months were kind of going by, um, interviewed a few places and it was just, it was hard finding a job. I, I just couldn't figure it out. Um, and then thinking about it now, uh, why I felt like such a failure was that when I went to college, I mean, I, yeah, I, I got, I had like a 3.3 GPA. Like I did really well, but in the grand scheme of things, I kind of just fucked around. Like I didn't really take it seriously. I, 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 uh, interned at different places and, and I was doing all that, but I didn't know what I really wanted to do. And because of that, I just kind of was like fucking around and I was always bragging like, oh, you're studying? Shit, I don't even study and I still get good grades. Ha ha. <laughs> just like, cool. Like, I don't have to worry about studying and I can enjoy my college life and just hang out. Uh, but looking back, I was like, dude, like, I fucked up. Like, I didn't, I didn't put my nose to the grind. I wasn't getting it. And because of that, I was having a hard time finding a job in, in my career field in the communications. And I was still working as a valet driver and I was just like feeling worse and worse about myself. Like, fuck, dude. Like, I didn't, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And on the outside, everyone's like, oh, mijo, congratulations. Like, you graduated. I'm so happy. Like, oh, you're going to do so much. And at the same time, it's like, yeah, yeah, cool. But I have much higher aspirations. Like, that's just, that's just chapter two in my life. You know, like, there's much more chapters I have to accumulate. And I never really, I, I was never ready for it. And then fast forward to that, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not finding shit in this field. Like, what do I do? What do I do? And then that's actually how me and Mikey first kind of unofficially met uh, was a code up because I was panicking and I was like, dude, I'm, I don't have anything going on. I need to do something. Uh, and I joined um, this like coding academy, which I personally, I won't say any bad things about it, but you know, I wouldn't recommend it anyway. <laughs> um, but but it, was, it was because it was a very edge cased class that you know it was four years ago i'm sure they've gotten better um they they, they put out some really good people so you know they're, they're not they're not bad by any means um but it just did not work out for me yes and mikey because mikey left <laughs> but uh but yeah it, it was even then i still kind of felt like i failed myself more than anybody and i think that's that's where it hurts the most because if you're living your life for someone else like that's that's really shallow and you shouldn't do that but it's when you fail yourself and you know, like, hey, I could have done so much more. I could have done so much more with my time at school and, and you know, gone and made something of myself quickly. You know, had a job lined up after I graduated. But I just didn't take it seriously. I didn't, I didn't mentally prepare. I, you know, I didn't, you know, I was, I was the first one in my immediate family to graduate from, from a four-year university. And I was kind of just trying to figure it out. I just... I knew I was going to graduate and <clears throat> make my mother proud, and you know, and I did. I did make her proud, but I I needed to realize that I needed to do things for myself. You make yourself proud, and yeah, make myself proud. Continue on, find my passion, and do the goals. Um, so, you know, since then I've definitely grown, but I mean, man, I, I always think back to how I felt. You know, clout, you're living on a high when you just graduated, and boom, right after you you just fail like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, uh, that's, that was probably my biggest failure. Uh, well, you're so still far. young; you have a lot of time to figure it out. So yeah, yeah, and <laughs> don't and that's, beat yourself up too much. Yeah, and, and for you people out there, just remember, you know, whenever you hit your lowest lows, remember you're gonna hit some high highs too. Uh, but yeah, anyways, enough about my failures, <laughs> Mikey. What about you? What, what are yours? Uh, well, mine aren't that like intense, but. Um, so I have two. The first one was I enjoy writing. I wanted to be a writer. There was a competition put out for an LGBT anthology, which is just a collection of short stories. Um, they were like, give us your submission. If you win, you'll be published in this anthology. And I was like, sweet, let me do it. So like real quick, I wrote this really short story called The Angler and I sent it and they're like, oh, you know, congratulations, you won. And I was like, oh shit, um, okay, so... 
there was like a group chat with all the authors that were in there and they're like, you know, submit us or submit your like final whatever by this day. And so I was like, hey, can some of y'all help me out? Because I really rushed this and like, I don't think it's good. <laughs> so no one responded to me and they just published like that thing that I released and it's terrible. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like it starts off fine. And then at the end you're just like, what the fuck is this story about? And I know because I've had some friends read it and give me the same reaction. So I consider that kind of a failure. Um, Another failure was one of my goals was to get more involved in local politics. And so when Olivia was a baby, I signed up for what's called a block walk, not knowing what it was for our mayor (laughs) when he was running. And so I thought it was like a benefit where you walk. And so I had her stroller and everything, and I showed up to the mayor's office, and everybody was there, and he was like, hey, you're going to do the block walk with the, uh, your child? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's a nice day out, whatever. Um, so we're, like, in this orientation room, and they start talking about what we're doing, and, like, going, Daniel is hiding himself because <laughs> he's embarrassed for me. Um, and everybody was, like, super excited because there was a baby there. They were taking pictures. They were putting on our social media for our mayor. Probably why she gets the flu so much. Um, no. Uh, so uh, I quickly found out what a block walk was. And for those of you that don't know what it is, like I didn't, basically you are assigned a block and you go door to door selling this mayor and his views to people that you don't know. And I kind of wasn't about that life. So um, I was like, oh, my God, I have a phone call. I have to, I have to take it. I'll, I'll be back. And so I went outside and like one of the like mayors, like campaign managers was out there. And I was like trying really sneakily to get to my car to put Olivia away so I could just get out of there. And he was like, oh, hey, where are you going? You know, what, what's going on? I was like, um... See, my partner called and said, like, rain's coming, and I don't want to keep her out in the rain. He was like, no, it's, like, 80 degrees and sunny all day. And I was oh like, God. I know. You're but the like, worst it's just, liar. It's so weird. Like, the he, he's in Bernie, and, like, the rain's coming. It's just weird. And so I just got in the car and <laughs> left, and that's the last time I ever tried to do anything political. Oh, dude. <laughs> that's That's more shameful than anything. Oh, my God. I, I, but I can understand, you know, you're trying to do something and then you're just like, it's like, oh, let's try something new. And then I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. oh man. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a good point too. You got to do some, some pretty good research whenever you do something like that. Yeah. But I mean, th- those aren't, those aren't terrible. I mean, there are failures, in the but you learn from them, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really big, important part is anytime you have a failure to kind of find the piece in there that you can grow from, um, because I, I mean, I know our last episode was about relationships, <laughs> and I've had some hell of failure relationships that I'm yeah. hopefully can continue to learn from yeah. uh, and just help grow from all that. But well, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter if you fail or not. The ultimate goal is to just keep trying to just set keep on new trucking. goals and strive for better. Even if you're in a pretty good place, like just strive for better. Yeah. And and if you if you talk to anyone that who you consider uh, successful, ask them how they got there. Ask them about their story. Uh, there's some really successful people out there that you know they bust their ass. They work eighty hour weeks, and a lot of people want that success, but they don't want to put in the work. I'll be honest. There's a lot of times I don't want to put in that work. But I know if I want to do anything halfway decent, I got to put in some decent hours. And if you're not, you can't expect to be the best. Yep. Uh, if you want to lose weight, you better work, bitch. Yeah, that and don't eat freaking two bags of chips when you're stress <laughs> eating. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, thank you for sharing those failure moments, Mikey. <laughs> that was more embarrassing than anything. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, dude, um, I, I like that, you know, we're kind of talking about getting people to just check themselves constantly, you know, Hey, new year, new me. It's, it's late February. March is about to start. Hey, it's never too late for a fresh start. Never too late. If it's time to make a change, if it's physical, if it's mental, spiritual, anything, you know, get after it, go out there, make, make some better choices, um, you know, if it's, you know, go see your family more, spend more time with your kids, spend more time with your wife, um, 
you know, set some personal goals, read books, um, you know, work out, whatever it may be. You know, go out there, start getting it, because no one's gonna be the one there to hold you accountable except for yourself. So start holding yourself accountable. And um, you know, one little thing I kind of want to mention: a lot of people look for motivation. Um, I, I look for motivation, and it wasn't until recently, you know, uh, that book I mentioned earlier, that "You Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Uh, one of the first things he says in the book is, "Motivation is crap." And I'm like, what? Like, what the hell? What the hell is he talking about? But you know, the way he kind of said it, I'm like, okay, uh, what does this motherfucker have to say? Let's let's listen. Uh, and he says, "Your motivation is crap because it comes and it goes." And you know, I was like, all right, I'm listening. Uh, he tells a little story about you know, if if it's if you're out and you're trying to train for like a half marathon, you know, and let's say it's cold and rainy outside, you open that door, you go outside, you're like, nope, I'm not gonna run right now. It's weather shit. Um, because your motivation's gone. Because your motivational just once it, once the opportunity is, is gone, your motivation's gone. Uh, so if you want to do something, you have to kind of be driven to it or obsessed with it. You know, like that's why the some people that you see that are really successful, they're almost obsessed with something. You know, like you, you you love horror. Would you say you're obsessed with horror? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you are. You whore. <laughs> <laughs> Again. But, but a joke of the podcast. Hey, fuck you. It's good. <laughs> um, but you know, you're, you're obsessed about it. It's something you really love and enjoy. And you can, people can tell you, you reflect that, you know, um, I, like for me, it's been very difficult to find my passion and I love like this. This is fun to me. This is, this is entertaining, you know, kind of getting a story out there. Well, you studied communication, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, it's important because a lot of people, They'll shut themselves off or they won't want to talk about things. And, and, I, and I have to do a lot of remembering of myself. You can't force people to do things. You know, I can't force someone to change. I can't force someone to better their lives the same way I, I have been. And, uh, and I actually have done that before. And, and I checked myself pretty hard. Uh, a friend of mine kind of mentioned it as, uh, you know, when someone finds, uh, I'll say, a religion and, and saves and th- they get saved by the religion. Yeah. And then after that, they kind of push it down everyone's throat. They're like, oh, I'm saved by this. Like, you need to do this too. Oh, you're not following this. Like, you're not going to be saved. You need to do this. And mine wasn't that extreme with religion. Mine was just more like of an ideal idea thing. And, you know, I saw people that were unhappy or were depressed like you, you know, stay in the room all day. And I try to, like, push it on them. And I'm like, you know... Hey, let me push this on you. Let me so you can get better, get better. But I realized, like, hey, I can't, I can't be the narrative of your story. You gotta want that change. Yeah. Uh, but I also did some sec- self, some sec- I did some <laughs> self reflecting, and I did some sex. I did some sex. Yeah, <laughs> I did some real good sex about it. And then, uh, well, no, but but really, I did some self reflecting after that, and I'm like, why, why am I trying so hard to to push this on to someone else? Yeah. And a lot of it, you know. It's because I didn't want to have to take care of myself. I didn't want to have to think about what I need and do things that I need to do for me because your mind always wants that path of least resistance and it wants to do what's easy. You know, it's to do something, something like that. So I definitely got to make sure to, uh, you know, let you know, you know, you're going to have your own path. You're going to figure it out. Just kind of stick with it, you know, get after it. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. You got to do it. Just got (laughs) to fucking do it. New year, new you. Get it on. All year long. Mikey? Yes. Um, that's great. Oh, wow. Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't know what to Good follow that up freaking with. backup. Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, just like I said earlier, just make sure you're always striving for better. Don't settle for what you have right now. There's always improvements to be made. Don't go for the bean and cheese taco when there's some beef fajita nachos at the end of the road. Well, neither of us should be eating that. Well, bean and cheese um, is good, man. Come on. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. I know. Thank you. Fine. Um, but yeah, so I think that's a good stopping point for episode two. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we yes. hope you enjoy this as much as we enjoy making them. Uh, and we're going to end this out by playing uh, another song by KJ and Eric. Uh, I can't read Mikey's handwriting. It's because, called Dreams. Oh, yeah. 
Don't let your dreams be dreams. That's a good one. Yes, that's not what that, it's called. But, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So as we say goodbye, go ahead and uh, turn up for some KJ and Eric dreams. I got dreams they're made of dreams. I've got uh, dreams they're multiplying. Nope, that's grease. You can't copy grease. I'm not. I said dreams. Okay, well you can't do that. Okay. Hi. Bye. You. To hold on to In all these years I've come to know What is true And it's all I need It's all I need Time marches on It's not on Nothing we can do This is a mad world I built my life with you And it's all I need It's all I need Turn off the noise It's a lie. It's a lie.